Welcome to Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Questioning a better way, one gracefully disruptive conversation at a time. Tequila. I don't even know this episode three-ish, um, but I'm very excited today to have a group of strong women, mentally, physically, personality, 100%. Um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves, but we are going to cover, I don't even know what we're going to cover today. We're going to cover uh, women in business, women in fitness, dogs, and donuts. So without further ado, um, balance of all things, let's jump in. Let's let's just go this way clockwise. So Tara, look alive. Pull this towards you. Yeah. Okay. Who are you uh, at? Where you be? Who are you at? Um, I'm Tara. I am living in Pasadena, California. I work at Lululemon. So all the stretch pants. You're welcome. Yeah. I made dreams come true. You're fine. Um, coach CrossFit, and I just recently got my nutrition certification at NASM. So super Ooh. pumped about that. I didn't even share know that, that actually. Okay. Yeah. So I want to share that with the world. Just learning some nutrition stuff how to help people out but um other than that uh what do i have coming up nothing really just <laughs> <laughs> nothing take <laughs> hey, relaxation is important over <laughs> um no just i i like keeping busy um other, like nothing really crazy coming up just summertime that's getting warmer so super summer trying to get tan because i got real pale <laughs> so help <laughs> it's real all right thank you uh jen and I got to give a little preface, um, work with Mallory, obviously, and these are her sisters. Yeah. And, yeah. and then Jen, I have, I think we crossed paths probably 10 years ago uh, at CrossFit Games, or all things CrossFit. Uh, and so it's incredibly wonderful to have her back in the mix. And this, I love how fitness has brought so many incredible humans in my world. So it's really cool to have you back in the mix. And I'm going to let her talk about herself and her story. But And she's still she's still fighting a good fight with CrossFit. So <laughs> I, got, I got mad respect. Yeah, yeah, oh, that, that's true. Um, let's see. I'm Jen Ryan. So I live in San Diego, California. Uh, I have a c- wear a couple of different hats. So I am emergency room nurse. I've been doing that for about 10 years now. I am also a um, uh, sports nutritionist. Um, so I work with uh, I work with a lot of athletes, um, not just in the CrossFit realm, but um, a, a lot of different uh, you know, types of athletes with different goals. And then also the general population um, when it comes to uh, just weight loss, energy, and feeling better all around um and then uh, i guess the third hat i wear is um i try <laughs> to compete in crossfit um she does i've been um to the games a few times on a team and also qualified as a 35 to 39 master yeah. um so that's the goal again this year we'll give it a try i'm 39 now so um we'll see what happens we just finished up with the open um and then uh moving on to the master's qualifier so all three of those things kind of take up a lot of my time but um I enjoy it, so I keep myself busy. Um, and the nutrition yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Yeah. And so, and, and I do meeting. also. Um, so I have my own nutrition coaching uh, business, um, and then I'm also uh, uh, one of the nutrition coaches at uh, Invictus for their um, uh, nutrition program. Yeah. So. Anything else? Um, I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> 
at least be good for this. Any uh, this all records. Yeah. All right. Uh, so my name is Amanda. I'm a DPT student at University of Southern California. Um, What's DPT? It's a doctor of physical therapy. Yeah. Okay. Um, as far as things coming down up, to I mean, party, that, that pretty much takes up. <laughs> We're going with that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that pretty much takes up my whole <laughs> life. Um, I have time to work out sometimes, but as far as things coming up, I'm pretty much just going to be in the clinic, hospitals, rooms, whatever that helps me. Um, I think it's amazing when, well, we've only done a few casts now, but when we cross paths with really strong women, obviously Mallory and I spend a lot of time building out the team with the ambassadors and really getting to know the crew, but I find it <clears throat> fascinating just having done, been a long time CrossFitter and collegiate athlete, how much, um, that balance is so important, but how committed, like my business humans are to fitness or their kids or whatever, like the commitment is always a hundred percent. Um, and so when I hear, <clears throat> and Jen and I actually talked about this yesterday, you, you know, how do you balance it? How do you take time for yourself? How do you go 100% fitness, 100% in business, 100% with family or personal time or what have you? Um, and I'm always so impressed with the people we come across that have balance. And I know we always talk about like, oh, I'm still figuring out it's really hard. But what is something that you guys have done, you know, kind of balancing this out or business, personal relationship? Because, I mean, it's all a time commitment. What is something you guys have done that has been a really good balance piece for you thus far? Anyone else to jump in? Um, I could go first. I like I had a really hard time trying to balance and like figure out like what I wanted to do with <laughs> with someone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I wanted to do like not like with my life. I graduated with an elementary education degree, and so I was a first grade teacher, and then moved up to Seattle, and it was hard as shit to transfer that up there. So. I just had to figure out what I was doing with my life. And then once I kind of figured out, there was just like so many things and I had so many things on my plate that I couldn't balance like relationship and family. Yeah. And I was away from family for like going to visit a home and then got my nutrition dialed in. So I was like so worried about what I was eating, so worried about like when I had to work out. And it was like a continuous, like constant, like this is what I'm doing every single day. Yeah. Um, just really, really sitting back. I'm like, I'm like living my life, not how I want to live. Like I'm not happy and everything's really, habit and really complacent yeah. so just like taking the time to step back and like have conversations with Amanda um and family and some friends and just like actually like I don't have to work out today like take a step like take a step back I can eat a donut and I'm fine or I don't have cinnamon rolls coming I'm gonna have some and like just four cinnamon rolls let it be known four we're not splitting it um but just like taking time to realize like what's important in your life and like what truly is making you happy um, and just putting that in perspective, because if you're, like, just going through the day, go through the motions, you're just exhausted. Yeah. And it's not, like, you can't let that go. You can't, you can't let it go. Yeah. 100%. Well, and I think, um, you know, CrossFit or business, you can get so <laughs> overwhelmed in your own world. Uh, I think having kind of, like, grounding factors in your life, and maybe, I mean, as emergency nurse, you see life and death literally every single day. Um, one of my best friends is a nurse, and so they'd come to the gym and, like, talk about, like, you know, really heavy stuff, and I was like, oh, well, you know, marketing's actually not that bad. I'm not going <laughs> yeah. to complain about my day when yeah. they're talking about, like, someone lost their leg or their, le like, really serious stuff. So uh, it's, I think those are very grounding factors that can keep it in perspective, but it's so easy to just get wrapped into your own world of every day, I got to work out, I got to do this, and it's this very, like, supposed to do thing. Um, and I've seen, like, with my strong humans, it's almost like you got to get hit in the face before you break the cycle, and you're like, holy shit, I really, like, I am on E on all levels. Like, we've got to, like, break down to break through. Um, so anything, <laughs> you guys, <laughs> help us out from here. Um, 
you guys have done, Jen, lean in, Amanda, get in the mix, um, that you've done thus far that's helped you pause and breathe? Yeah. Um, for me, it's been about understanding that balance, if you want to be super successful in something, like there, there's not an actual true balance. It's kind of time blocking and periodizing it. So basically, kind of for me, what I've realized over the past like nine months or so is I have to decide what is the priority right now and where where do I find, I suppose, balance in that. So the balancing act is kind of like, okay, what am I giving 90 to 100, you know, 90% to? And what is the other, you know, what are the other things in my life that then I'm giving uh, the, the other percentages to? So I suppose um, I did have to, after games last year, peel back a little bit um, on CrossFit. And so for me, finding um, the balance and periodizing that was I wanted to take my nutrition coaching um, a little bit further <clears throat> as that has been kind of on the back burner the past uh, like three years. It, it's been something I've been trying to balance with CrossFit, but it's it's not been something that has gone as far as I would like it to. Um, but that's because CrossFit's gone a lot farther than um, or as far as I would like it to. Yeah. And so I found myself <clears throat> after games kind of reevaluating things. And then also with my career as a nurse, um, I had to decide, okay, how many hours am I going to continue working? You know, do I want to put um, still my full-time or part-time efforts into that? Um, or, you know, do I still want to be pushing CrossFit as, you know, the, the 60% or like the 50% and then the nutrition coaching business is like the 40 to 45% and then nursing becomes like 5%. Um, and I guess that that's a balance per se, but it's not all equally balanced. And I think that that's not a possibility to have everything completely equally balanced if you want to be 100% successful at something. Like there's no way I could be a CrossFit Games athlete if um, I want nursing, uh, you know, if I want to be a full-time nurse and also be like taking my nutrition coaching business from like uh, where it's at currently to, you know, top of the line. And yeah. so um, for me, the balance aspect was just like, okay, like how can we play around with that? And what I found was, okay, like maybe I'll drop a couple of shifts as a nurse. So I went to like casual, um, so a few less shifts a month. Um, really time blocking my nutrition um, coaching my, my business so when I do things um, you know like okay I'm gonna sit down and do emails right now or I'm gonna sit down and like schedule things and uh, this is the amount of time I have to do this um, and then just making sure I stay like with getting to the gym and um, training um, there may be sometimes where I'm not getting the extra pieces in whereas in the past it would be like nope I definitely have to get this in like everything else goes on hold uh, so that's kind of been the balancing. Is that really helping? Like, okay, I'm doing emails for half hour. And yeah, okay. I said. So I've been told to do that. I, I'm meaning to, and I just haven't. But it's so. This is really funny. I sat down with um, CJ Martin, who's my coach at um, Invictus, and has actually been a really good, um, uh, positive, like a mentor in terms of like business and just life and coaching and things like that. Um, <laughs> I guess in CrossFit too, um, <laughs> a little bit. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, I sat down with them. This was like a month and a half ago, I think. And I said, "CJ, I need an assistant." And he looked at me and he's yeah. like, "No, you don't." And I was like, "Well, I think I do." And he was like, "Okay, well, what do you think you need an assistant for?" And I was like, "Well, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I think, like, blah blah blah." He was like, "Okay, so that is exactly Shit that I don't want to do." That's exactly <laughs> how I know that you don't need an assistant. He's like how I know this is I've done it before and he's like you need to time block he's like so what you do is he's like you literally look at your day and you say 
okay, in this hour or 30 minutes, like I'm going to just answer emails. In this hour, I'm going to do someone's program. In this like 30 minutes, I'm going to, uh, you know, schedule calls. And he's like, um, you know, once you can get that stuff in order, he's like, I think you'll see you don't need an assistant. And he's like, and maybe down the line, when you're seeing what all your time is being taken up by, then you can maybe get an assistant and then that way you can actually know what to tell them to do instead of spending the time you don't have trying to tell your assistant what you need to do and then you guys have both lost all that time. Yeah. So anywho, um, yeah. yeah, so it, it actually has helped a lot. I would like literally write down, okay, this hour I'm uh, doing programming or this 30 minutes I'm emailing and it kind of helps me because that way, even if I sit down before training um, in the morning for like 30 minutes and I answer two emails, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, I've already conquered the day. Yes, yes, I yes. have got two emails <laughs> done. And this morning. She goes, guys, I was fucking productive. Yeah. four emails done. You're like, cool, where are the donuts? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, otherwise you go, I would go into training and be like, oh, my God, I have like 10 things, and now people are yes. texting me, and this person yeah. needs this, and this person might die if I don't tell them how to eat like Indian food correctly with their macros <laughs> later. Like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? You know, and that's a, like a real-life thing. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> it's crazy, She's but serious. it's true. <laughs> yeah, and, and so um, by time blocking that, like I can understand. I was like, okay, you've been successful already. Um, that's balance to me, right? Because then I can actually – otherwise I can't put – a hundred percent into what I'm doing at the time, well, right? So you which can't would be, be training. present, which yeah. is huge. Because then I'm all like, I'm answering emails, I'm answering text yeah. messages, I'm thinking about the five things that I didn't get done in the morning yeah. where I could have just taken that 30 minutes. And so, um, just kind of having CJ reiterate that. I mean, it's not like a new like thing, but it's right. to me, it was like, oh, well, <laughs> let me, of course, let me just warm up before I work out. <laughs> yeah, let me yeah, this, like, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of what I found with balance. And I mean, I guess just talking with other people um, as well who have been doing a lot of the same things you have like, it doesn't have to be the same business or same right. lifestyle but right yeah yep yeah for sure I mean some people balance family and some people balance you know with work and with training and with all these things and so um I, you just kind of realize like periodization wise like where <laughs> clearly you should probably always be putting your family first but <laughs> at the same time what if it's a really good workout though yeah well <laughs> that's fair yeah, or, yeah. no that means exactly. fair well that family that, would understand luckily, that, I though, deal, luckily i don't have to deal with that so <laughs> my dogs understand really well they're like oh we'll t we'll take this dog walker that's cool thanks totally. well funny you say that because uh we talked we did a podcast yesterday and we were talking about balance and i said i'm like Cleo, my dog slash queen slash boss, um, is such a grounding piece because it's like, yo, when it's time to go for a walk or I'm hungry, like there's no like I'm going to answer emails. I'm going to do something else. It's like stop and you need to do this and be present. And when my energy is off and I'm stressed, like I can even tell in our walks, like she'll be all over the place running with the leash. And like I can tell that energy transfer goes to her. So like the shift of responsibility from I need to do this or it's about me or I need to do work too. Like this is actually impacting another being. Okay. Like we got to pause. We got to breathe. So it's been a grounding piece for me to be like, okay, like it's not that important. She's, you have X amount of walks with her. Be present. So that has actually been a major grounding piece for me. Um, yeah, family would have been like, go work out. <laughs> we don't want to talk to you right now anyway. <laughs> but dog, like, dog, is, dog yeah. gets it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. My dog gets it. Yeah. All right, Amanda, what, what about you? Um, I think it's been a huge thing to figure out, especially in school. I mean, first year of school, I was in class from pretty much eight to five every single day. Um, yeah, it wasn't great. Just sitting there looking at the house, getting the sanitivity while we sit <laughs> <Yeah>. all day. <laughs> um, and eat donuts while smoking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the things we're not supposed to do, we're doing in class. 
Uh, but it's been huge to bounce, especially during like finals and stuff like that, trying to figure out, okay, well, you know, I have three tests in the next two days. How am I going to do this? But basically being like, okay, I can go to the gym for an hour in the morning, but then from, you know, 10 to 4, I'm studying. Yeah. I'm there at school. I'm focusing on that. And I know, like, okay, especially during the fall, like, football season's on. I want to come home to watch games. Yeah. So, like, especially on Sundays, I know the Seahawks play at, you know, one or whatever. <laughs> the Hawks. Yeah. Uh, so, com- so, <laughs> so coming home to try to figure out how to balance that, especially during the week, like spending time with family and being like, okay, I'm here, you know, at school, I'm going to go work out 4.30, 5.30. And that's been a huge shift too is when I was before school, I was able to work out all day. I was a server so I could, you know, work at night and I would have until 4 o'clock to do whatever I wanted. I could train for three hours. Um, but it's been an adjustment. At no point was I ever trying to qualify, so right. it was just kind of for fun. You guys are pretty good, though. Like, don't be bashful. Like, no. It was, you out here. It was it was fun. It was a lot of us, like, probably maybe an hour and a half of training, an hour and a half of classing. But Oh, yeah. Yes. Cardio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's huge. Yeah. The it's connecting piece. Yeah. yeah but piece. that was an easy thing to balance. And then now coming into school, it's like, okay, I got to balance school. I got to battle relationships. I got to balance fitness and nutrition and trying to figure it all out. But yeah. I think – what she talked about is, um, you know, blocking it has it, mine is much more loosely blocked. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of just trying to maintain. Well, it's balance. hard to like to like take to piggyback off what you're saying. It's hard because it's like I want to come and work out. I'm like, well, like what's important right now? Like you're going to school for your career. Like ultimately, like I know that you love training. You're not trying to get in shape. Like that's just something to do on the side. Yeah. Um, it's a hobby, but like what's important? Like you can make time for that, but also don't you know don't get too out of your face because you're like I have to wake up at five to go work out. Yeah. Like you're not benefiting your workout yeah. at all. Well, right? well, luckily I'm not a morning person, so morning workouts are not. <laughs> my oh, don't worry, that's not even an option. <laughs> like, so check yeah, that out. If I have to go to six a.m., it's really depressing. <laughs> but trying to figure out, especially like during <laughs> during like finals and stuff like that, trying to be like, okay, I can take class and then I'm out. Like yeah. I have to go. Um, but understanding that fitness is not my career. And I have to be able to not only I feel like you're still saying that, like you're convincing yourself still. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> not with that attitude. It's more of a mental <laughs> shift, understanding that, like, I am sitting for eight hours a day. Yeah. And when I first got into school, my nutrition wasn't what it was. And so I was still trying to adjust to that because I was sitting there gaining weight because I was still eating for training three hours a day. Yeah. And I had to kind of switch that. Um, I forgot kind of what I was saying. But <laughs> About time blocking <laughs> and shifting into space. Yes. It's <laughs> I lost my She was just thinking about life. donuts, which is real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, no, I love it. Sorry, well, where am I at? No. <laughs> where am I? There's one an glass, elf and a uh, peach wall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it you're wasn't s- important, probably. It was important. You're talking about like <laughs> taking time for certain she's things. She's sitting next to a, a games athlete. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back in 2011, <laughs> we're riding yeah. it forever. She can judge you. Yeah. I was 30 back then. Good God. No, um, but well, I, jumping off what you're saying about, you know, being how important fitness is in balancing all things. I, I'm with that because I've had to transition out to like, okay, two hours a day doing fitness is not real life every single day. And then with business and things happening. However, I will say you need that mental release or moving of blood or forget about calories burning or anything else just to work out and like let your mind be real. And this is why I'm such a – um, fan of young kids in sports, like obviously letting them play, but move blood. Like we have a whole larger conversation on nutrition and youth and everything, but allowing them to go outside and run and just physically like mm-hmm. move your, move your blood. Yeah. 
exercise your hormones and you know all the science behind it is so important so i think even when you're doing school and you are sitting there every single day and it's long hours like finding that time not just to be fit to be skinny or look good or what have you but just straight up to move your blood and get your brain to function yeah, and I all think, that. I think Isn't I that where you were going? Yeah, kind of something like that. <laughs> I, think I, I got you. I, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just needed the thing to like show up for an hour and just not have to think about what's programmed. Yes. Like, I don't have to think of it myself. I just show up for an hour, get my ass kicked, and I can leave. Yeah. And that's it. And that's kind of all I need. That well, that's why I love CrossFit because you don't have to think about it. And when you're <laughs> in your world where you are running a business, doing this, and you have to do everything, it is so wonderful, literally, to show up and just be there and then just do what it is well this is gonna suck but like let's do it and just die and then you're good then you're good yeah well i always say like when people like are stressed out have a long day at work they go and they drink beer like go to the gym for beer yeah like having that time to like i drink beer at the gym but carry on (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i totally understand no i don't if you know my family you you know that's real (laughs) (laughs) but like just like a keggery yes balance there's no kills left there's no there's nothing like that no protein no Smoking. <laughs> not a recovery drink. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll shift on that note. It's a real pivot. Um, so I will say this. We've actually got, like, different generations. Uh, I'm 38. Jen's sitting here. I hope you don't mind me saying. And how old are you guys? 27. Yeah. Okay. It's good to, like, bring something that's within your actual demographic. That yeah. your age? You were, like, using. I was, like, 27. <laughs> when I was that age, that, I ha- that happened to me, too. I, well, I forget now. I'm like, also, I don't know, yeah. under 80, I think. No, like, also according to my MRI. Last year. Yeah, I made like Seriously? a post on Instagram and I was like, oh, I texted CJ and Tito. My co- I was like, how old am I, coach? I just had this like weird thing where I, so on Instagram I was 38, but then I had to do the math and I couldn't remember if I was saying I was in the, like, I was older. Like, uh, am I 37? That's am I 38? Oh my God. I think like, that's oh a real thing. She's like, Jen, you are a master's athlete. Great. <laughs> But, well, A, that's good if you don't really know because you're not super obsessed with the time. But And speaking of social media, that's kind of where I was going. With, you know, business, fitness, relationships, how has social media impacted your world? And feel free to go anywhere with this. And I like that we have, like, different generations and perspective on it because I think there are, social media is a beast and there is a lot of negatives. But I, I like the positive around it where it connects people, it streamlines communication, you know, it, it does get us in front of our younger generations at a much earlier age. With that is a huge amount of responsibility. Um, and that's my passion piece with our influencers, finding good people to go alongside good companies and disrupt some of the noise. But how has social media in your personal or professional world impacted you, and, and what are your thoughts around it? Not all at once. <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead. I think, it, I mean, it has its pros and cons. I've seen a lot of pros from it. I've let, met a lot of great people on Instagram. I met my wife on Instagram. Did you guys? Uh, yeah, no yeah. way! Oh, yeah. Millennials. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Welcome uh, to the DMs. Yeah. Uh, I seriously? Think, yes. Yes. That's a different story. <laughs> Dang, I'm going to try to use that. <laughs> I can podcast, see all the tips are coming. Uh, Next podcast, swag. how to slide into the DMs. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These are the things I don't know. <laughs> no, but it's, it's Take notes. We're here. Give me a block this. DM slide in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go. go just gonna go, do go, it for like ten go. minutes a day. I, have, I think, five I think like you said, yeah, it has 5%. a huge responsibility. I mean, I'm sure Jen might touch on that later. But recently, there was an influencer that made a post with she has a, quite a significant following and wasn't ideal. Um, but I think it's it has with the massive following comes a huge responsibility. I don't have a massive following, but I still with that I have a responsibility to the people to not like. But even if you have. If you have a small following and it's one person that's impacted, if you have a large following and it's one person impacted, like, 
it doesn't, and that works both ways, like influence in purchasing a product or making a life decision. Like right. it's kind of all relative. Just because it's a small, like I could have post something and one person sees it and they're in their friend group super influential and then yeah. that just travels and it's maybe yeah. incorrect information. I don't typically post a lot of information, if you will, <laughs> but you know, I think it's, it has a potential to reach a lot of people with a positive message. body and health and just like figuring out fitness with that so my like 2019 word I guess you could say is vulnerability so I've shared a lot of like my journey through social media just in case like it could impact somebody that could be going through the same thing yeah um because I found that very helpful for like some of the people that I've seen on social media because you you don't know if you don't like do anything um so that's been really helpful for me and a lot of people have been like thanking me for the things that I've been like sharing okay it's been really really cool that's amazing yeah okay and so th- for me, again, 38, so 27, you know, 26, social media, I mean, Facebook was in the mix, but not Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'm not someone that would share, but I do think it's so important and so potentially impacting. Um, but that's a whole skill set and responsibility piece you have in addition to your world at 27 tw- and now 24, and then it's getting younger and younger. So it's just something that, you know, I didn't have, but I think it's amazing as a connect point. Jen, what do you, do you, I know you engage in social media, but how do you feel about it now with where you're at in your world? Um, I, I guess I, everybody tells me I need to do more of it. Um, but, um, for me, it's been a little bit of a different journey. So I know it's super important and I see people making a huge impact on Instagram and I think that's amazing. Um, do I want to utilize it more to help more people and reach more people? Yeah, sure. If, if I don't have to. <laughs> that sounded like a hard maybe, but, but that's okay. If you I don't, don't have, have to, to then I don't want to. I'll yeah. be completely 100% honest, and maybe it's just because of who I am and what I am, um, or just how my mind piece, you know, any, like, business mentor coaches that I've had in the past have always, you know, I think I look at social media a lot on Instagram, and I see the same, like, um, the same posting pieces, right? I see exactly what every single business mentor and coach will tell every single person, the format and how to put this stuff out there. And I can read it like the back of my hand and it's, it's yeah. like reading a book. And it's like, honestly, like, I, and I get it, there's probably a lot of people that don't know that and so people are reading it and it, they do find it helpful. And that's amazing and I think it's awesome um, because it's getting stuff out there. It's just not the way that I've ever wanted to go about it. And to be honest, like, I've gone about it my way, which is um, doing things differently. And uh, I've actually become very successful. And and it's because I'm doing it the way that I want to do it. And I've kind of always been that way. Yeah. Um, Whether that's holding me back, I don't know. Like, maybe it is. Um, People kind of have said that maybe that is holding me back. And that's fine. But um, for me, I'm just not at that point yet. And uh, if you don't need to be, then you don't need to be. Um, But I think a lot – because I think I want to be different. Like I want to help people, and I want to help them in my own way, and that's not by just throwing out there the fancy, like, business mentoring, like, coaching, uh, okay, here's how you do this, here's how you do it every day. And I get it, and that freaking works for so many people. And, I I mean, I've heard it. I've seen it. That's awesome. But, like – and it's not that I don't want to be successful. It's just 
I'm still trying to find my own way to do it yeah. um, because I'm, I don't want to be like everybody else. Yeah. Uh, I, I just don't. And I, I just think, you know, I, I hear it and I hear the same things over and over and over. And, yeah. and I'm like, well, let me, let me see what I can do to help in a different way. Yeah. I think that's huge. I think that's great. I mean, I think that sets apart, like, the difference between these massive companies and someone that's going to be more personable is, like, you're not going to get that from, you know, other major nutrition companies. You're not going to get that one-on-one, that personalized nutrition. I mean, you can, but, like, they're still going to have that mass social media post on Instagram being like, oh, this is how you, not sorry, people, this is how you, like, eat when you're traveling. Like, that's, I mean, yeah, that's great, but that's not going to apply to everybody. Everybody's going to have a different mindset, and I think that's great with the non-social media is you can get that yeah well and and this is honestly kind of even the point of the cast and what mal and i seek to do with the ambassador programs with laura's you know you um it's it's funny because you've got influencers and people that know how to like do their situation or get followers even if they haven't fully monetized it or made it their business they're just out there and that's fine but most of the time when we sit down we have really great people that don't necessarily like they're not building a brand they're not you know trying to put their world out there they've just you know they're doing what they do their way and it's it, it's hard for me because i'm like god you got to tell the world about this like this is so important but on the flip side like myself i'm like i totally get it like i don't need to be the person with a million followers and listen to me and blah 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 like yeah i'm in neon and this we're out <laughs> here but i'm not necessarily gonna like i don't have to have a conversation with you like what to do and how, here's how you live so it, it's hard for some people i see that have massive followings and they're idiots and I'm like, God, in the world's following you, great. And then I have my humans that have like six followers because they could care less, and they're just doing what they're doing. But, but their message should be shared with the world, and that's kind of what we want to do with this podcast. Or like, create this platform. Like, I know you don't want to do this for business. I know you don't want to build a brand, whatever. But just you've been a CEO for ten years, and you like talk about what you've done because it is so notable and it is such phenomenal information. So I see both sides of. I'm out here. I'm smart. I'm you know a nurse and a games athlete and these and you know a student. But I don't necessarily need to share that with the world, or maybe I do want to. So it, it's such an evolving space, and it's it's really cool to see. Um, I just love conversating and talking about it and kind of putting people out there because I know there is such phenomenal information in the journey that you come through. Okay, there. That's Justin Timberlake, in case you're wondering. Um, well, and I also, it's nice. I get to, uh, I enjoy spreading the information that I know, um, kind of in person. So yeah, I talk a lot with I. You know, I'm. Uh, work at the hospital I float to five different hospitals five different ERs and so that gives me I mean that's a pretty big social outreach if you will absolutely a real face-to-face impact and people know everyone that I work with and you know whether it's the physicians or the nurses or any of the staff you know um, I get to chat with them like every time about nutrition and about uh, lifestyle Um, so maybe that's my social media if you will that's just me being social and then also at the gym, um, that's just a huge, uh, like, uh, outreach as well. Yeah. And so for me, that's, you know, yes, I want to be reaching people that I don't see personally all the time, but if you stay busy enough with the people you do see in person, then the impact is real. That's, and that's, that's how, huge impact. That's how humanity's always been. Yeah. And yeah. it's the more time you spend out in the world and doing things, your impact is, it's not measured with analytics and all these things. That's another thing I battle with companies like what are the what's the return with this and I'm like well I can't go to the gym and measure every time this coach just told them to eat this kind of meat but it happens 77 times today um so that's happening that's and that's the real point of impact and I, I think it's it's a crazy time in our society when it's like I don't want to do social media you have to justify that in-person situation of how valuable it is because yeah. 
Yeah, yes, that's how it's always been, and that's when it's always mattered. Or it goes back to time. Like we yeah. didn't want to take that five percent to. We just started cinnamon rolls. I just said I'd mention the podcast because uh, I just brought out the cinnamon rolls. So not to interrupt this really. That's there's one. Four, there's four of those. No way. So my nutrition coach Jen Ryan just told us to order this. Wait. Oh, is there bacon on that? Hey Jen, how do I log this? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's the whole log. That's, that's the next week's nutrition. Just log that as your day. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the week. That's Sorry day. to interrupt. No, you're not. It's like five parts. Right? <laughs> Like five. Someone put this on social media. It's speaking of right now, yeah. vegan, right? this is yeah. If you what pass out from it, <laughs> all right, we will, we'll wrap up soon. Oh. Anyone else on social media? Impact of social media. Um, my younger girls. Is it any point where that's impacted how you feel about your own world and yourself? I mean, social which media I think is, is a relevant like a, combo. It's like a blessing, but it's such like it's evil at the same time. Yeah. I I mean, you wake up and you're like, you check your phone. Yes. You go to bed, you're on your phone, and you just like it. Yeah. She's on her phone right now. Yeah, she's. Don't worry, she's tagging you though. Story of my life. Don't worry, she's tagging you on social media. Tag me at Madonna Cheryl. I'm so not important. This is when I know I'm influential. They're like, "What's your name?" Like, cool. Yeah, it's real. the time thing when you yeah. sit back and you look at it and you're like I just spent even five minutes well, looking you, at this dumbass's post you, you really and do. I haven't oh, even talked know. to my brother today <laughs> like what the, what well on your phone now it's like you spent this much time yeah. on yes. you this week and I'm like shit I'm like whoa I should have been making money and that yeah. this just cost me $200 if I well, make this an hour yeah. and I just spend it on and that like, yeah. how cool is it now that like you, okay you don't need social media like talk to people you're yeah. at the gym you're at your job like you could be PR nurse you could self such enhance like you're talking you have human interaction share your story that way I mean, I will say the only thing that 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 I really appreciate about it is when I'm in the library or when I'm at school studying, I can take five minutes and and like if I'm by myself because that's how I study a lot is like I can just cruise through it for five minutes. What's everyone doing? Oh, nothing. Cool. Yeah. But it's how many times have you like? Oh, I'm gonna take five minutes. You're like, and it's like the SpongeBob. It's like a one hour later, and you're like, Yes, I'm still on there. Yeah. (laughs) Usually when it's when I'm at school, it's pretty good because I don't want to be there. Like when class ends, I want to get out. So if I have to stay there, I really know that I have. I have shit to do. So, like, Dial I try and not out. to – I'm pretty good at it. The only time I'm really gone is, like, okay, I'll watch a Friends episode for 20 minutes. Yeah. But even though that sometimes I'm, I I eat my lunch <laughs> yeah. and it's like, okay, well, now I'm done with my food. I'm not just going to sit here. I'm wasting time. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like – It's just funny how big of a factor it is, whether you're for it, against it, love it, use it for business, whatever. It's just such a relevant piece of the puzzle, and it's new. Like, yeah. it's still evolving, and I, and I kind of laugh when companies have it figured out. I'm like, nah, you're out here. You have no idea. Like, yeah. you've never done this. Like, you didn't yeah. grow up with it. And – the, w- the main piece that's missing is the consumer, the audience, the, the ones that have grown up with it. So it's just crazy to see this divide, and I'm always curious on how people work it into their lives or keep it out of their lives or whatever their view is, view is on it because it's such evolving space. Um, so we're going to dig into some cinnamon rolls, but I want to know what's coming up for 2019, personally, professionally, anything you want to talk about, where are we going to find you guys, what's coming up. You can say literally nothing. I'm watching football and being a student, <laughs> but tell me about it. This cinnamon roll is crazy, but – Whoever wants to go, 2019, where are you at? Um, 2019, I have two clinical rotations, no idea where yet, but 
I mean, it could be all the way in San Diego. I literally, that's included in the LA area. It could be all the way to Northern San okay. Diego County. So, Copy. Yeah, we're sitting on this. Yes, yeah. we're on the couch. <laughs> we're, we're coming to you live at CrossFit. Um, that's pretty much it. It's just trying to focus on that and kind of get ready for graduation and the boards <laughs> and trying to figure out what's happening. Okay. So, so that's, that's pretty busy. Yeah, it's, it's kind of busy. <laughs> Tara, what do you think about that? <laughs> um, oh, and watch me. Jim, what are you gonna do? Sorry, there's a bug. That was just a cinnamon roll. Don't worry. (laughs) That was just the cinnamon roll talking. Come to Denver. (laughs) Jen, what is on your 2019 besides saving lives and shaping them via fitness? Oh well, the cool thing is I am actually um, so little known fact I am shifting away from nursing for a little while, so I put in my uh, two weeks. Um, what? About a week ago. Yeah. Well, okay. I ended up in the ER in what? San Diego. <laughs> She's running the other way. Yeah. She's like, leave her. I won't be there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm shifting. Bye. I just found that, honestly, I was going in for the social aspect, um, and I kind of was on that balance realm. Um, so I was just kind of on autopilot, like okay. work, walking through the day. Um, and so it just isn't where I want to be creating impact anymore. Um, clearly, I'll never – let go of my nursing license so I can always go back um but so that's kind of the shift that's coming up in 2019 which is a little bit scary but the good news is as a nurse kids if you're listening out there (laughs) just go and be a nurse yeah you will always have a job so (laughs) that's true it's not scary because I'm not really leaving any kind of a job I can you know I shouldn't say it this way but I can always get a job as a nurse somewhere as long as I keep up my credentials to be fair so um you know, I, I set myself up pretty well for that. Um, so in the periodization realm and balance, um, that is being shifted now more uh, from 3% to 0%. <laughs> awesome. Um, that counts. That's a bad yeah, percentage. But the, um, my nutrition co- coaching is uh, just going to get um, – I think I'll have an even bigger outreach right now. So um, I help run the Invictus nutrition program which is just getting bigger and bigger. And then I also have um, Lifeline Performance, which is my personal individualized nutrition coaching program that I've had for maybe three and a half, four years now. Um, Again, that's been on the back burner. So now 2019, just I've already um, just had a huge shift um, in what's taking up more time. So there's that. And then um, I just, as long as I stay healthy and I continue to get better, which is what's happening, uh, I'm just going to keep trying to um, compete in CrossFit because I love it. Yeah. Like that, being out there on the comp- competition floor and just feeling that and then along with, you know, helping people um, and seeing and hearing them uh, find find happiness is kind of what is driving me right now and bringing me um, that happiness. Whereas it used to be being in like the um, like the trauma room. Um, in the ER, you know, like 
saving some, you know, cracking a chest open, massaging a heart, like doing all these things, you know, that was like a huge endorphin rush for me. And, you know, just being in the ER now and doing some of the things I do doesn't bring that. And so, um, I, uh, I just, I'm making that shift to the things that, that continue to do that for me. That's amazing. And I, I think that's a really hard, um, a hard part as we get older to keep that awareness of not you, you set up and it's easy at this point to just kind of continue to make money and do what's easy and just, but pivoting and keeping like the fire lit is so yeah. important. Um, and I think really what inevitably keeps you young alongside Botox um, and, and knowing like what, you know, what keeps <laughs> yeah. the fire going because yeah. it's, it's so important. And the older we get, you, you move away from being that young kiddo that's like just chasing the dream or the life or whatever. So I think I applaud that because it, it's not easy steps. Like that's, these yeah. are big steps to take. Yeah. Um, even if you're financially secure or personally secure, whatever, you still have to pivot, and that's hard. Yeah. Um, so hats off to that. One last piece, and as I literally just in real estate here, how has nutrition played a role? And coming off the social media conversation and nutrition and what have you, um, what I love about these women is, you know, even if they've got social influence or not, they walk the walk and talk the talk, and like they can lead by example, whether it's fitness or retail or school. Um, you guys being out there as strong females, I think are phenomenal for our society to see and uh, be impacted of, of how you eat, the balance within it, how you present, how you deal with your relationship. I think it's just such great role models for society, our young women and our young men to see. So I applaud all of you in that. Um, but in this path, as we continue to uh, mature and grow up, how has nutrition, really quick, played a role and how important is it now? I know obviously you're a nutrition coach, but how do you see it important in your own world right now, and how do you see it important for our young people moving forward? You don't have to go too deep. I know that's a large question, but <laughs> overarching, how does that make you feel? Um, about So so how has nutrition been in your world? How has it always been important? Oh, okay. And then how do you see it important for our younger generation? Well, it's, it used to be, for me, it used to be about um, how does it impact how I look. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, like, even in my early teens um, and then throughout my 20s, it just was always about – well, how does this make me look, right? And how can I not eat this much? Or how can I not eat so much? Like, what's the new fad? Um, and that was always really important to me. And then uh, as I've grown um, through my 30s, I've, I've discovered that um, more importantly, nutrition is about um, how it makes you feel. And not by just like, oh, this donut made me feel really good for a hot second, and now it makes me feel like crap. It's um, how does it make you feel in terms of, you know, your mood and your energy and um, just how you move through your day and how you associate um, community and relationships around food. And then, of course, how does it make – how does it help me perform? And that's been the best thing. And, and I think for, um, uh, for younger people, you can still use that even if you're not in a sport or, you know, competing in anything. You can still use that um, looking at it more from – performance wise because when you're trying to get through your day and you're playing with your kids or you are just trying to have more energy I mean that's performance as well for sure um and you always want to be you know functioning the best that you can people say oh I make it through like I can get through like on four hours of sleep I still do tons of things and it's like well yeah maybe you get a lot done but then like how is everything else in your life right like um and it's like that with anything like oh I can kind of eat like this and I still am fine but what if you could be thriving instead of just functioning? And that was kind of me in the earlier years was like, oh, I'm just like functioning. I'm like getting through life, right? And then when I started taking a look at nutrition as part of a performance factor, I just, I feel like I thrive now. And that's really, really important. So I think that's something that would be really cool if 
younger women and men could just start to, to see it from that perspective mm-hmm. um, because I think everything else comes along with that then. Oh, you can get into like hormones imbalance and get yeah. enough depression meds or again, mm-hmm. outside even just driving. Um, something that's funny is I always say, I'm not motivated by like diets for sure back in the day, like how am I gonna look, how it's impact. But once you do eat clean or like you do get into a moment where you feel good, it's almost enough motivation because you're like, God, I know how good it feels to feel good. And then, yeah, yeah. and then I feel like shit now. Sometimes it's worth it. But you, you have that balance. It, it is almost enough motivation to where it's like, God, if people can just try this for a month and see. Yeah. And you feel how good you feel. And then you know how shitty you felt not <laughs> eating a certain way. So I'm with you there. What do you guys well, nutrition tips? I talked to Jen a couple times this weekend about when she has like the four wheels. Like you can't have them all <laughs> fall off. Um, but as long as you like, if you know you're going to eat bad, like just try to maintain your sleep and training or, you know, training can be depleting. I think it's important yeah. to kind of do that. I'm with that. I mean, I've grown up playing sports my entire life, so food was never a factor because I was like, oh, I'll be fine. But I was always a little overweight when I was younger, played college softball, went through that. But like I, now knowing what I know about nutrition, I'm just like so bummed of like what my potential could have been when I was we didn't really sports. I was a collegiate athlete we, we kind of had yeah, like it was like don't eat McDonald's oh, and then we went to McDonald's because that's where yeah, the, the tour bus dropped us off yeah, like right? yeah. so but it wasn't really a big conversation no. around nothing like what it is now and CrossFit no. kind of brought that into my world mm-hmm. but yeah even outside of performance it's like well I probably could have paid attention in class if I wasn't eating you know a Mountain Dew and Cheetos yeah. or whatever it was but that wasn't even a conversation so you know if your fitness kids weren't you know the kids that weren't doing fitness weren't talking about right. it so yeah. hey yeah, it's, it's like, the thing is, it's like it's so easy and it's cheaper to get all the super foods that you get, like yeah. going to McDonald's and like that's what we did. It was just like it was easy, it was quick, game's over, grab food. Like we're not gonna be like, all right, guys, we're gonna go to Whole Foods, like yeah, not far. Yeah. Like yeah. no, we were on a budget, <laughs> you know. But like that's the thing, it was hard. So like I think putting in perspective now, it's like I wish I can't go back and be like, well, like what if, what if? Like now yeah. that I know, like how can I make my life that much better? And I mean, it was before I was like after college I was like how can I just look the best I can look and I mean that's such like a mentality thing and like oh like I have abs now you can see my veins like I just like part of that's like yeah that's really cool but like it's not healthy in the long run like right. yeah you have to have a good relationship with food and I mean to be completely vulnerable and honest like I've had weird relationships with food in the past you know however many years I've been like worrying about food and CrossFit and fitness and stuff but just like Absolutely. having a good relationship and being able to educate like don't you don't have to do keto you don't have to do whole 30 like do something that works for you like just don't do the fad but just eat real food know what you're putting in your body and just like jen said like we want to be the best that we can be like don't eat this and be like well i'm gonna feel like shit and binge on something but like how like i know how i can feel if i eat well and i'm sleeping well and i can like my mind is right i can hang out with my kids i can pick them up and not feel like all my bones are gonna break so like just being able to like be your yeah you're like oh my back hurts like you know here since i've had that those nine tacos i don't know like you know what i'm saying but like (laughs) it's the tacos fault it wasn't laura's lean that's Uh, why it was was crossfit (laughs) you people stop blaming crossfit it was the tacos You also didn't warm up right. Valerie yeah. wasn't there. It was their and fault. I knew it all along. Yeah. So wait, you didn't just throw 300 pounds on there? I've done that actually. Yeah. <laughs> but no, just like putting that in perspective. And I just, I like personally, I think knowing and being in the experience that I have, I just, I just want to share whatever I can and the knowledge I have because people just don't know. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, it's tough. I mean, we at USC, the medical campus is in East LA and we work with a lot of families that just have no idea. What no to idea. Eat. 
But they also, it's tough because East LA, there's, they don't have that exposure to go to, you know, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. Some kids have literally have never seen a real vegetable. They have no idea. Yeah. And what we want to do And like, that's literally huge. one of the questions on our intake forms is like, how can we eat more vegetables? Do you want to, like, how can we exercise more? And it's incorporating the entire family. Because a lot of these families are working two jobs. Yeah. They're trying to get their kids just through school. And that's what they have access to. That's what, and that's what the schools can afford is, like, yeah. soda and chips. Well, and now school's getting rid of PE. Yeah. yeah and getting well, rid of, they, they don't have exercise. Well, so it's, it's tough. Yeah. And that's what, yeah. you know, at USC, we're trying to outreach and reach all these families as possible. But it's, it's tough. Like, we can't even get them to come on Saturdays because they've been working two jobs and they're tired or, like, they can't get, they have to get their whole family to come. Right. So it's tough. They're just trying to incorporate it into their day life. Okay, let's cook together. Let's cook something that's, you know, put something green on your plate. Like, yeah. that's what small step is, is including that. Well, I think our young people are open to that. Even the parents, it's, it's the, kids. the older generation. The kids love it. Yeah, and that's, I think, a bright point of social media. Like, yeah, you maybe have never seen a cucumber or what have you, but maybe they saw it on Instagram. or And they can facilitate conversation or be open-minded to trying something different. Where parents are just like, nah, I got to go, eat Cheetos, whatever. But I do think our young people, for the most part, question a better way. And um, we won't even get into the business partnerships that are alongside schools and, you know, Coca-Cola funds, vending machines in schools, or what have you. Like, that's a whole other podcast. Um, but I do believe in our young people questioning that and asking for vegetables on their dinner plate or what have you. Um, so I can only imagine if we did have that younger and, and growing up. But we're out here now. We're talking about it. Um, on that note, where can we find you guys? Social media, speaking of handles, where, where, where are you guys at? Yeah, I had to look mine up. <laughs> yes, that is helpful. I love that. That's good. Oh, I love it. You know you love that. That's so good. It's it's a y y e e underscore p e a. That's my Instagram. That's all I got. <laughs> I, I mean, that. I have a DPT Twitter account, but like I only have Steve's class. So okay. Not, so. <laughs> I never. And Twitter never class. I refer to Steve's dog. My last name. But <laughs> okay. Now I'll look at it. Okay, <laughs> acceptable. Now I'm they in. have to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I only have Steve's dog. So. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, um, I'm only on Instagram. And it's uh, Jenny Lynn 33. So J E N N I L Y N 33. I'm on Facebook, but I don't really do anything with it. Nobody does anymore. <laughs> Nobody does. Where, where are you at? Uh, except that. Um, I am like the same thing mainly on Instagram, but it's Tara underscore Turner and the number four. So. Boom. Well, check these guys out if you are on social. Um, incredible human beings. Lots to say. Like I said, outside of just saying it, they live it. They've been in the mix, and there's like really great things to come. So, Regardless if you guys want to share it with the world or not, I'm putting it out there on this. Um, but I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you and how you represent women uh, in today. Physically strong, but mentally strong. Vulnerability, I think, was huge, and I applaud that on all levels. Um, so thank you for coming out this weekend and being in the mix. It, again, so wonderful to have you guys and what you represent on a larger level. Um, but I appreciate the time and energy. Thank you for coming this morning. I really appreciate it. And you're going to eat this cinnamon roll with me. I hope you all know. Oh, you'll walk around. Yeah, and that's it. Um, but check them out. Thank you. Tumek and Tequila be out here. Um, everybody have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining Turmeric and Tequila with your host, Kristen Olson. Tune in next time and don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.